Hello, welcome to another edition of Crop Life Retail Week. I'm Eric Spilgoy, editor of Crop Life and Crop Life Iron Magazines, here again with Laura Solinsky. Laura, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. How are you? Very good. And uh, looking at the uh, scene outside your window, it looks like an incredibly windy but very nice day down there in El Paso. It is. I'll tell you, sometimes it's almost better to be working in that broom closet because then you don't see the beautiful sunshine and spring uh, day. But yeah, it is It is a nice day. So As long as you don't get distracted in the midi- middle of our video, I will be perfectly fine. So, I'll try. All right. Well, we got a couple of things to talk about this week, and I guess the first two items I have to share regard uh, grain moving around the world. I know we've been talking a lot about that lately, and one of the things, of course, we've talked about on a couple of videos is the agreement that is currently in place between the United Nations and Russia regarding uh, grain getting out of the Ukraine and the war zone, Black Sea ports. Um but we did find out that according to the Russians uh, here about a week ago, they said that there's no, going to be no further extensions of the U.S. or the U.N. brokered grain deal for the Ukraine uh, unless there are some uh, what they're calling trade obstacles removed for Russian grain and fertilizer sales around the world. Now, according to the uh, Russian spokesperson, the current agreement will run out on May 18th, and there will be no extension unless something changes uh, from the Western country's point of view. So, again, this could be bad news, Laura. Again, uh, you know, this agreement has kept grain moving out of the Ukraine, mostly to the Middle East. Uh, But uh, it, it sounds like we're less than a month away when it actually might disappear, which could be bad. Yeah, I, um, I I agree with you. Bad bad news, and you know sometimes I think optimistically you think that maybe some some things, uh, be they humanitarian efforts or simply feeding people, moving grains, uh, would be off off limits sometimes, but not not the case. I I I'm curious. I can understand how and why they're using. Uh, trade and embargoes as a, a le- leverage and it'll be interesting to see what what happens but yeah yeah uh, fortunately war oh. war is war and all things go so right right yeah yeah so and anyhow one other thing to share regarding grain around the world i know a few videos ago i shared an, an item i ran across that said china now is going to be the world leader for uh, the importation of corn here in 2023 uh, but not to be outdone, of course, the country is continuing its appetite for soybean from around the world. And uh, we got a report from the General Administration of Customs that said that in March of this year, Chinese soybean imports rose 7.9% versus one year ago in 2022. That came out to about 23 million tons of soybean that was imported into the country. So. Again, this report indicates that uh, you know the demand for soybean in China is continuing to rise, and the country is stockpiling accordingly. Yep, yep, yeah. Sometimes it's deceiving when you talk about trade stats when you know 
7.9% or, or whatever that stat was. It, it's seem, seemingly a low number, but then when you consider the actual vol, volume uh, and tonnage in, in this case, it's it's incredible. So, yeah. Yeah, that's about 2 million good. tons if my rough math is is yeah, uh, is is good. And uh, yeah, again, it's that's a plus for anybody that actually exports soybeans uh, to China. And of course, we know the U.S. growers do fair amount of business on that front and sounds like they'll continue to do so this year so yeah all right well i'm gonna throw the floor to you because i know that we are and you in particular have been planning mightily for an upcoming tech hub live event taking yep. place in july in des moines and i know as a part of that there is a special uh part of the program that i know you would love chance to talk about so take it away miss laura yeah, well, thank you very much. Um, indeed, we are absolutely so excited about Tech Hub Live this year. Um, you know, bigger and better than last year, which um, in my book was a great success. So Tech Hub Live uh, is in Des Moines, as you mentioned, uh, July 24th through 26th. And um, this year, we are using Tech Hub Live to hold our first formal meeting of Women in Ag Tech, which I believe I've mentioned on a previous uh, retail week. But um, I did want to mention that we have an article that we posted in CropLife, um, crop, croplife.com on our site. And if you um, simply search for Women in Ag Tech, it'll pull up an article um, from April 15th, um, which... Um, talks about the details of the initiative, why we started it, who it's intended for, what we um, aim to achieve. And um, most importantly, there's an, a little link in there for a survey, a very short survey. But I have to say the response we've been getting, I, I just every day, honestly, we would just get more and more and more feedback from uh, women in the ag tech community, really incredible um, insightful comments. You can tell uh, just a diverse group of women have been responding to, to this and um, see a lot of value in it. So uh, really it's on us to make sure we um, deliver. So obviously we have a dedicated um, team of, of ladies here and uh, Meister Media that are working on this right now. But we um, just today have likewise launched a women in ag tech group on LinkedIn. So when you go to LinkedIn yeah. under groups, um, just search for women in ag tech and it's brand spanking new today. You can see the nice, uh, beautiful lo logo that we have. So lots of progress coming together for women in ag tech. We have a core group. We uh, gave our ourselves a, a fancy name. We're calling ourselves the ambassadors. And this is just a um, honestly, a, a informal group of women that I initially started bouncing ideas off of and wanted to make sure that I could kind of more form formalize my interactions with them and get a quarterly meeting together and, and all that good stuff. So the ambassadors meeting will have the first ambassador Zoom call next week as well. So lots of progress on that front. Um, thanks for letting me pitch that. Yeah, no problem. And again, we'll put up onto our uh, screen here in the video the link to Tech Hub Live and Women in Ag Tech. And also, I know we were talking about surveys in our company meeting this morning before we recorded the video. So we'll put a link here, too, to the survey you've referred to. And 
if viewers, if you're so inclined, please take the survey and give us some feedback because we want to make this program as as proactive and positive for everyone who happens to be in Des Moines for the event as we can. With your input, we'll certainly be able to do so. Yeah. Sounds great. And we'll keep you posted each week. All right. All right. Well, hey, I'm going to reminisce a little bit now, Laura. I know for myself, well, I'm going to date myself terribly, but when I was growing up, I know that uh, I had one of those smallish bedrooms in my parents' house, and uh, the reception from the radio in my room was pretty terrible during the day. But I know at night, I could always tune in the AM stations, and those would come in, and I remember many a night, listening to CBS Radio Mystery Theater. I don't know if you folks out there remember that, but that was something that back in the 1970s kept me company before I went to bed as I'd listen to the spooky stories by E.G. Marshall. Uh, it was it was, it was was pretty good time listening to that. Well, I'm sorry to say that it sounds like um, my generation and folks like myself may be the last ones to enjoy AM radio at mm-hmm. length. Um, I ran across an interesting item. It says that as of today, there are eight automakers that say they're no longer going to have AM radios on the dashboards in their new model vehicles. And Uh uh, this report specifically was calling out the fact that Ford has said that they're going to start discontinuing AM radio availability in a few of their models, including their 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning EV pickup. And, and of course, for, you know, growers and uh, the ag retailers, I know myself when I'm driving around well, rural right. areas, I listen to a lot of the AM stations and the farm reports. And um, this article pointed out that about 75% of growers in this country do listen to AM radio to get their news. So um, the fact that AM radios may not be around much longer in your vehicles, that, that sort of, uh, that depresses me a little bit, I must say. Wow, that's that's man. I think he gave me a little bit of a gut punch there. I wasn't expect <laughs> wasn't expecting to hear that. I um, oh, well, I I think I've got a few years on you, but I remember, man, not, nothing like a you know cross country drive and you know late at night, you know back in the day, Larry, Larry King Live or whatever. But just you know the lo- local flavors. Oh, I think that's sad. It's it's as sad as, you know, the hometown newspaper um, closing its doors, but wow. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I, a stone it, in it's it. not an item I normally would report on on our program, but then again, yeah, I I loved AM radio. I still do. Yeah. Like you were yep. talking, I mean, driving sometimes on the Pennsylvania Turnpike when it was really weavy, a Where talk show on AM radio is the way I stayed awake uh, yeah. didn't over the going over the edge of the the cliffs that happened to be right off to the shoulder there while I was driving in the dark. Wow, wow! I'm gonna have to do some some re research on that. Maybe, um, wow. I I hope that's not a. <laughs> I hope other other auto manufacturers don't follow suit, and I hope there's maybe a little bit of a no, no, no. Keep keep this, and, and as you said, you know, just the. Yeah. community alone i mean there's uh there's people out there i'm sure that would be really disheartened to lose their am ra- radio so see yeah. what the scoop is on that yeah so viewers if you feel strongly about this certainly uh-huh. uh 
send notes to some of the car makers or let them know, hey, let me keep my AM radio. So. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I just um, <laughs> can see my, my grandfather right now with that AM radio, that chant, listening to, you know, the pi- the Pirates game, you know, with the old yes. Iron State Bear exactly. there. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, sorry. Well, let's see if we can pick the program back up after that little bit of depressing news. Yeah. I miss Laura for your favorite segment. Time for <laughs> fun with numbers. And it better be fun. Doggone it, Eric. I've got to, like, break this streak. I don't think I've lost, like, uh, every every good thing that I wrapped up in the in the prior month. So what do, what do you got today? Well, we'll see if we can get you back on the winning track. Again, this week it is a right. negative number percentage for you. Okay. We have minus 21%. Okay. All right. So, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping when I give you these choices, you'll realize what's not true. So, <laughs> is minus 21%, is that A, the anticipated loss in revenue from the recent longshoreman quote unquote strike? that you talked about last week. Okay. Is it B, the decline in world food prices from 2022? Is it D, the drop in the CDL driver's pool expected for 2023? Or is it D, the percentage decline that Laura has broadcast from her broom closet now that her house renovations are further along? <laughs> I told you you'd appreciate my D option. It did not blur your background. I always do. You never disappoint. Honestly, you're just <laughs> right on the money. Keep in mind, I wrote this before I saw you come on without an unblurred background. So I was like way ahead of the curve. On oh, 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 boy. Well, I'm going to go with A. <clears throat> no, is it C? Is it the drivers? No, it's B. Wave. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, yes, way. I ran across an item from our friends at, uh, let's see, USDA, and they were talking about world oh. fertilizer, or, I'm sorry, world food prices. And yeah. according to the United Nations Index of Food Commodity Prices, uh, it, they have fallen 21% <clears throat> in the last 12 months, which is, let's see, that is. Um, that's the lowest level since July of 2021 mm-hmm. for world food prices. And they were down 2.1% again in the month of March, which is when this report actually was the last month they had figures for. And yeah. uh, that caps the longest run of a decline in food prices globally since uh, in the last 30 years, according to this report. So. Uh, I know folks are still, and, and the report went on to say that a lot of these prices are coming down for items like cereals, vegetable oils, and dairy products, mm-hmm. and that's offsetting some increases we're seeing in places like meat and sugar. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I, again, I know folks have been complaining about high food prices, but apparently they have been uh, getting better and are continuing to do so. so. Yeah, that one, um, I wasn't prepared for that one, so... <laughs> Uh, well, we'll keep trying. Eventually get one of these. Yeah. And again, this is that yin versus gang thing. You know, you were on such a hot streak early in the year, getting them all. And 
it was inevitable. Just a little bit of a losing streak, but you know, that's like, you know, that, what was it? The Tampa Bay Rays started 11 and 0, 13 and 0, and then they lost like three games in a row or four games in a row. So it, it, you know, there's yin and yang. This, it just comes and goes. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll study up for next week. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for everybody for joining us. We appreciate it. I'm Eric Sullivan on behalf of myself and everyone here at Prep Life. Have a good week. We'll see you again soon. If you have questions or comments about today's episode of Retail Week, contact us by email or Twitter or type your message in the comment section below. Your feedback is important to us. We will try our best to address your thoughts in next week's episode and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel.